Welcome to Utah Famous, a podcast about the people, places, and history that make Utah so unexpectedly awesome. I'm Sarah. I'm a Utah transplant with Canadian roots. And I'm Jordan, and I'm a Beehive State native. How's it going? It's going. It's still too hot for me. <laughs> I, I know mornings and evenings are per- like pretty perfect, yeah. but oh, they're great. midday. So m- my son, it's his birthday soon. Yes. We're going to have, well, we're going to have a family party outside. And my plan was like, perfect. We'll do it like a week before his birthday. It will kind of guarantee that the weather will be a little bit better. Yeah. And I planned it for this Sunday and it's going to go from 80 to 50 <gasps> yeah. yes. like in a day. And Ugh. so I'm like, okay, maybe we should move it to Saturday. <laughs> and um, no, seriously, I think fall is literally like four days away. So, which that will be interesting. It's about time because it is about time. I'm like, why is it still 80 degrees? <laughs> I know. I'm glad. I hope this means we'll have a mild winter. Yeah. I don't know why this would mean that, but I don't know. But the yes. little bit I know about the farmer's almanac. <laughs> If you have, oh. if you have a, you know, a mild fall, a warm fall, I think you're gonna have a warm. I don't know. I, I'm making this oh, up. But are you making this up or you yeah. know this? Okay. No, I'm got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, but um, um, I mean, the farmer's almanac is like made up, but you know, I mean, is it? But I don't <laughs> yes. know. Anyways, I think they're right. Like every ten years, maybe. But um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I. It's, yeah, it'll be great when it cools off a little bit. I, I don't know. know how to handle my flowers. So I have flowers. I bought some mums like you do right? in the fall. And can they handle – how cold can it get? Oh, I don't know. I need to look that up. Yeah. So, But I'm like waiting for Sunday to come and they're just probably all going to die in one die overnight. day. Yeah. yeah. So, But I think mums, I, I think they can handle colder weather. Anyway. I think it's, so. They it's feel a whole very world. fall. Yeah. I, I got to research. Google a few things, maybe. Yeah. And I, I kill everything that I get, so <laughs> they're already looking kind of sad. Yeah. No, I've, I've killed a lot of plants. I should probably clarify. Of uh, plants. I've killed a lot of plants. <laughs> I've killed um, a lot. That's it. I, we'll leave it at that. sentence. Yeah. <laughs> so we did an episode, you did an episode, about Seraph Young a little yeah. while ago. Yeah. Um, and she's been in the news. I don't know Ooh. if anyone has seen. Stirring the you pot brought this t- from yeah, the grave. Brought- <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's October. It's Halloween, right? yeah. Um, but so she was buried in Arlington Cemetery, as far as I'm aware. Um, her husband, I think, served in the Civil War. So, it, and... If your spouse I'm is to buried remember. there, yeah, I know. If your spouse is buried there, I think you also get to be buried there. Yeah. Um, and so her name was on the opposite side of the headstone of his. They shared a headstone, um, but her name was spelled wrong apparently the entire time <laughs> she's been there. Oh and no! So, instead of Seraph, S E R A P H. It said S E R A T H, Sarah. Sarah. So, I think there was a group from Utah that had petitioned to correct that, and they were able 
to get that fixed. And so that's what was in the news. Her correct name is now on her headstone. Do you know what? It's because of all those ugly billboards around Utah. We all learned who (laughs) the heck she was. Who she is and how her name is spelled. And her name is weird. And so it's it's different. Excuse me. It's unusual. It's not a (laughs) modern name. And I don't even know if it was a a common name. I don't think. Common name. Yeah. Right. Right. But that's awesome that that got fixed. So. Listen to the episode if you haven't. Yeah. So there's that. Hobbitville opened. Yes. They turned it into a park. And I don't, it doesn't sound like all of it is opened yet, but um, I think there's going to be, you can probably go inside to some of the houses and they're keeping that closed, but the main park is open. And I I haven't gone. I want to go with you, Sarah. So we need to plan. I need to go for sure. But I'm excited that, um, the mayor had did a little video um, talking yeah. about the about Hobbitville and the history, and I, I was like, oh, I already know all of this. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, a pro, but yeah, it was so interesting um, to see. She was standing in front of like one of the, I would say, little houses, but just a regular yeah. tiny log cabin, <laughs> nothing yeah. particularly small. Right. It looks cool. It just looks like they have yeah. kind of all of his different weird art you know bird yep. motif things all yeah. over and um cleaned it up and yeah i thought it would be fun to walk through yes and it is called allen park oh excuse me yeah <laughs> properly jordan Proper, not, i mean not it's the like the delta center it's always going to be hobbitville and then, <laughs> that's and true I that's think very even, true yeah i think that's like more of I think they just go with it and it should just be branded that way has more name recognition but yes Dr. George Allen Parker I don't know that's a real name but yeah that's who it was named after so awesome that'll be fun I know we need to go I'm excited um so this episode this week Jordan I'm doing a spooky episode oh you didn't want to did you not really. Like, <laughs> as I've expressed to you, I scare somewhat easily. Um, but. Did you get scared researching this one? You know what? I, a little, like, it's a little eerie. Um, and I was scared I was going to have dreams about it. Yeah. And I don't think I did. I don't remember. But a few weeks ago, you did an episode on the Salt Lake Cemetery, right? Yes. To kind of usher in the spooky season and so, i think we ushered it it has been ushered it is upon it's been us ushered very i had a really well. scary dream about a snake so oh, all right there we go yep it's been it's in we're in the spooky season um and so today's episode has a connection to the salt lake cemetery um And it's not a good one, (laughs) but um, I'm going to share the story of a man named John Baptiste. So, have you heard of this guy, this story? Isn't there like a famous John Baptiste, or am I thinking of... There's like John the Baptist, is that what you're thinking of? (laughs) I don't know, I don't know what I'm thinking of. There probably, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of John Baptistes out there, but... Well, isn't there a, a Jean Baptiste Day or something? Or is that G, that's J E A N? This is J O H N, right? 
Yes. Okay. Well, we'll research that later. But no, I don't okay. know the, the Utah Baptiste. Okay. <laughs> well, here we go. Um, there are so researching this. There's obviously it's a handful of different versions of this story out there and they're all fundamentally the same so i'm going to try to share the story that seemed to be kind of the same across the board um and to be honest i'm not sure where this story originated from like if it was just hearsay or like kind of passed on because i couldn't find like there's no like newspaper articles really about it and I'll kind of get into that but it's kind of taken on like this legend status and you will see why but cool so the year (laughs) I'm starting this way the year (laughs) was 1862 so it's a good year 15 years after the pioneers came to Salt Lake City um and a man named John Baptiste worked at the Salt Lake Cemetery as a gravedigger. Oh. Here we go. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, so he had been doing this, I think, for like around five or six years. Um, and then on January 16th, 1862, two of the men who, who were accused, and this is a whole other story, but... Two men were, there was a group of men that were accused of assaulting the governor at the time, Governor John Dawson, but two of the men um, were shot and killed by the Salt Lake City police while trying to escape. Um, And also, I looked up John Dawson, and he is interesting and weird, and so... Nice. Anyways, maybe an episode in the future about former Governor John Dawson. Um... But, so one of the men who was shot was named Moroni Clausen, and no one came, no one from his family came to give him a proper burial. So a police officer, Henry Heath, ended up paying for his burial in the Salt Lake Cemetery and bought him clothes to be buried in. So not long after, Moroni's family came wanting to exhume the body and bury him on, like, a family plot at their home in Colville, Utah. But once the body was dug up, they found him completely naked in his coffin. Wow. Yeah. So an investigation began, and... Because there were, like, already some suspicions about John Baptiste, police were led to his home. And one of those suspicions being that, like, young boys who used to, like, run by the cemetery at night, they reported seeing lights and a man digging. And supposedly... um, There's one story of a woman who, like, went to a secondhand store... And saw a dress that she had made specifically for her daughter's burial. Um, And allegedly, some townspeople thought that they saw John Baptiste wearing their deceased loved one's clothes. All of these examples are extremely creepy. Yeah. Um, So, they go to John Baptiste's home, which is by the cemetery, and what they see at his house are boxes of and boxes like tons of clothes mostly women's and children's oh no 
like <laughs> I'm like getting creeped out just <laughs> telling this story. Um, so Sarah, they ghosts quick- aren't real. <laughs> this is a true story. Um, so they quickly realized that these items belong to dead people, and so he was immediately oh like my busted. So Henry I mean, he is the grave digger of the. He is the grave digger. Oh, okay. Like, does that just kind of make your skin crawl a little bit? Yeah. Um. So Henry Heath, the police officer guy, asked him, you know, if he had dug up like certain graves. He's like, "Did you dig up this one? This one?" And Baptiste answered yes to all of them, but he was most concerned because Henry's daughter Sarah had died the previous spring and he asked Baptiste and he was like no I didn't dig up Sarah's grave but like we may never know if he did because so I don't he, think he admits to digging them up and stealing their clothes to digging them up and stealing their clothes oh my god so he's going again <gasps> okay I didn't know if he was admitting to like <laughs> Digging it up originally and burying them, yes. and like, sorry, I was not the, super no, clear. No, I, I, yeah. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. And he's like, maybe oh, he took yeah. the clothes before they were buried. No, and, I mean that's still so creepy. But like, yeah, to go through the work of, of oh, okay, of digging wow. up bodies, this is taking not their where clothes I thought this off, was going, okay, and then burying them again. Gosh, so, yeah. So it turns out he had dug up more than 300 no, no, graves no. and stolen their clothes. Oh, so, gosh. Yes. <laughs> so in all the accounts, like no one ever talks about why he did it. I don't know if anyone asked him why he did it. I'm sure somebody did, but we don't have record of or whatever. But like... I don't know. I mean, back and it then, it's all... like they didn't even know. I mean, it was like witchcraft was the answer. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's not <laughs> yeah. like they were like, he obviously right. has this like, mental problem that we've researched. Yeah. But I don't oh. know if he, like, sold them for money. I mean, clearly, he had a bunch in his house. And right. I, and one account said that he was married and, like, had a child. But mm. I couldn't find evidence of that. Like, okay. he was listed... So I I pulled up like my newspapers.com account, my ancestry account, and he was You're listed. like, am I related to this guy? <laughs> oh, oh no, but luckily I'm not. But he was listed in like an 1860 census, which was two years before this. But he was like it didn't say he was married or anything. So I don't know if he was married i couldn't find record of that but i hope he wasn't because that's terrible yeah to be married to someone like that anyway so he was taken immediately to jail and like once word spread people were like rightfully furious and apparently like one account was like people flocked to the salt lake cemetery to check on their deceased loved ones like people were digging up their families just to see like i don't know again like i don't know how much of this is true or how much of it is just legend story you know right but that is i mean i could see people potentially reacting in that way because right you know who knows right and especially i don't know like i don't i i'm all i guess i I do know if I'm guessing most of them were more Mormon, they would just yes. gotten to so the that, valley. Yeah. But I so mean, that, they wanted yeah. them to be in their proper clothes. 
um, yes. for a religious I, thing. So it's like yep, you almost yep. have to. Yes. And oh. so, and that, yes, that plays a part in this. So as far as what was done with like all the clothing that they found at his house, there are two different accounts and I'm not again sure how accurate these are, but the first one said that all the clothing was laid out for the townspeople to come and claim. Um, and the other says that, I don't know, I honestly don't know which one's true, that the they were all placed in a large box and buried in a mass grave at the cemetery. Oh my and gosh, like, that's what they decided to do? I don't know. Like, I don't, who knows, right? Part of me is like, why didn't you just have like a big bonfire or something? I don't know. For all like the unclaimed clothing. I don't know. Do you want to bury <laughs> It's all just so creepy. Yeah, yeah. I think I I go with the fire idea. Just yeah. I mean, if just, you can't return them to yeah the loved ones, then Ugh, this is all just terrible, crazy. Okay. Um. So at the time, obviously there was concern with like body desecration, um, and that being horrible in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But the other concern, like we said, was religious because Mormon belief was that when you're resurrected, you'll be wearing the clothing that you were buried in. So Brigham Young actually talked about this from the pulpit of the tabernacle. And this is like, honestly, the only <laughs> account of this story that I could find. Mm. Um, and this was in the Desert News, the whole um speech that he gave um and so i'm just going to read a couple paragraphs of that yeah so this is what brigham young says it appears that a man named john baptiste has practiced robbing the dead of their clothing in our graveyard during some five years past so he'd been doing it for like five years which is terrible i mean he had to he had 300 I i know If you wish to know what I think about it, I answer I am am unable to think so low as to fully get such a mean, contemptible, damnable trick. To hang a man for such a deed would not begin to satisfy my feelings. What shall we do with him? Shoot him? No, that would do no good to anybody but himself. Would you imprison him during life? That would do nobody any good. What I would do with him came to me quickly after I heard of the circumstance. If it was left to me, I would make him a fugitive and a vagabond upon the earth. This would be my sentence, but probably the people will not want this done. Many are anxious to know what effect it will have upon their dead who have been robbed. I have three sisters in the graveyard, two wives and children, besides other connections and near relatives. I have not been open I have not been to open any of their graves to see whether they were robbed and do not mean to do so. I gave them as good a burial as I could. And in burying our dead, we all have made everything as agreeable and as comfortable as we could to the eye and taste of the people in their various capacities, according to the best of our judgments. We have done our duty in this particular, and I, for one, am satisfied. I will defy any thief, as there is on the earth or in hell, to rob the saint of one blessing. A thief may dig up dead bodies and sell them for the dissecting knife, or may make their raiment, or may take their raiment from them. But when the resurrection takes place, the saints will come forth with all the glory, beauty, and excellency of resurrected saints, clothed as they were when they were laid away. So, oh, that's comforting. 
Yeah. So I think <laughs> I kind of agree with him. Like, just don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, just leave it be. It will, it will be it will, fine. It'll figure itself out. Like, you know, like, yeah, You're, it's probably going to hurt you more to dig up your dead loved ones. Yeah. Than to like just you kind already, of. You literally already, or I guess you don't want to dig up the grave again. Like, you, you, <laughs> yeah, everything like, is, is put to rest. You've had your, yeah. you know, you've made your peace. And that you would may, just yeah. be, that's traumatizing. I mean, that would be so I traumatizing. I know. It's crazy. But that is crazy. Okay. So what happened to John? So Brigham mentions, you know, if it were up to him, he would make Baptiste a fugitive. And that is essentially what they did. So he went to trial and was obviously found guilty. Even though, like I said, there's like no court records or newspaper articles about this. It's interesting. But um, apparently they didn't really know what to do. They couldn't keep him in jail because they feared people would kill him. Um, So they decided basically to listen to Brigham Young and banish him. So he was placed in a wagon late at night and taken by a group of men to Antelope Island in the Great Salt Lake. Oh, my gosh. But they were worried that if he stayed on the island, that the water would be too shallow at some point and he could get off the island. So then they put him in a boat and took him farther to Fremont Island, which is north of Mm. Antelope Island. Um. And there are a few accounts that include, like, his ears being cut off oh. before banishment. And he had the words, like, for robbing the dead. Like, some accounts say it was tattooed on his head, and some just say it was inked with, like, a pen. And I'm not sure if those are true. I'm not sure if he got his ears cut off. I'm not sure why they would cut off his ears. So, yeah, he was <laughs> banished to Fremont Island. Like, they just, so, like, left him there with, like, what he was wearing. And it was like, um, this is where you live now? I think so. So, Fremont wow. Island was used for cattle ranching. There was a family from Farmington, Utah, um, who had their cattle out there. So, they would come like every three weeks to check on their cattle. And apparently there was like this little small ranch house that they, for the, they let Baptiste live in. They stocked it with food and basically like someone would come every three weeks to check. And three weeks after being banished there, the cattle herders came out and discovered that one of their cows had been killed and its hide tanned for leather And the ranch house had been, like, torn apart on one side, and some of the wood was missing, and John Baptiste was nowhere to be found. So, most people think that he made a raft and escaped, but no one knows exactly what happened to him. (laughs) Like, people think that he drowned in the Great Salt Lake, which is maybe more likely the case. Um... But other people think he, like, escaped and just left town and lived his life somewhere else. But we don't know what happened. Um, That is wild. Isn't that crazy? So, in March 1893, a skeleton with a a ball and chain around its ankle was found at the mouth of the Jordan River off the Great Salt Lake. Oh, my gosh. 
which is not near Fremont Island. Like it's a yeah, little ways away. South. Yeah. Right? But yeah. But officers Henry Heath and Albert Dewey, who were in the group that brought him to the island, said that his ankles were never bound. Um, oh, so just another so, random person? I guess. <laughs> and then many have also claimed to see a man wandering the south shores of the Great Salt Lake with a ball to of this chain day? bound on his ankle, <laughs> only to see him disappear into the mist. Oh bound my to the place where he was exiled. Oh, so there you go. How's That's that so, for a spooky story? That was so great, Sarah. I really was concerned to give me that I gave you this task <laughs> when it was when it was getting a little creepy. But yeah. the ending, it really you just like pulled Isn't it that around, crazy? and it's, it's cool. It's a mystery. That is a mystery. How and did like you even hear about him? A creepy mystery. Um, I had seen it, like when I looked up, like scary or ghost stories in Utah. That's one that tends to come up. And then, so I follow. Her name's Rachel Quist on Instagram. Her mm-hmm. handle is Rachel's SLC History, and so she just posts. Tons of awesome Utah history things. Definitely give her a follow. Nice. And she had posted about it. I was like, oh, yeah, this. And then I was like, what? This is crazy. And so just looking into all the different accounts and everything. Ooh, it's creeping me it's, out. It is so creepy. It's so it's crazy because, I mean, you hear about creepy stuff happening, obviously, now. And yeah. But, and and we hear about it too much <laughs> and like serial <laughs> yes. killers and yes. all of that. But yeah. back then it, everything you, I mean, he could do that for five years and no one would find and out, no one you know? Would know, cause he's a grave digger. Yeah. A, and yeah. And the fact that it's like, we're not really documented very well about what happened yeah. to him or about what exactly how, who he dug up or I don't know. Now yeah. they would have like had all of that Every figured detail. out. Yeah. I just like what other weird stuff happened back then that people could get away with. I mean, I don't want to know, but it's like inc- it's insane <laughs> no, to think seriously. that someone could get away with that for so long, especially if he was married. Like, how was he? These clothes, like, where were he, where was he storing them in his house? And and why? Why? And why? Yeah. And, and that's the other thing is they were just like, yeah, weirdo. Okay, you're done. And and like. You know, now he would have been interviewed by psychologists yes, and had a trial yeah. and it would have been, yeah, yeah, we would have had more details. But back then it's like, to the I island know. you go. Yeah. <laughs> we will leave you there. He was literally banished. And that was his sentence. That so is a, crazy. That's a crazy sentence. I mean, I guess yeah. if the pioneers had like just gotten here. Not just, but they'd been yeah, there for like 20 years or so. Years. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I wonder, I don't, I wonder what their like court system was back then. <laughs> I mean, yeah. is that what it was? They just like randomly appointed police officers and then, cause they weren't, I don't know, in, you know, they weren't part of the United States. So, and then, yeah, did, the, is yeah. that just like Antelope Island was like <laughs> the, the jail, the, the banishing place? Know. And then Fremont or know. whatever. Like, but. I don't know if they had banished anyone before that, you know. It's yeah. so early in the, it was still like Utah territory. It wasn't a state. Yeah. That is but crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Anyways, 
Happy cool. Halloween. Happy Halloween, Sarah. Well done. Thank you for Thank you. humoring me and choosing a creepy yes. story. It gives me the major heebie-jeebies, so. It does. Now I've shared it with you. Sleep well tonight. <laughs> 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 well, thank you, everyone, for listening to my creepy story. <laughs> um, you can find us on Instagram at Utah Famous. We have a Facebook page. You're welcome to join. We are on Twitter at Utah Famous Pod. And you're always welcome to email us at utahfamous at gmail.com. We would seriously love to hear from you or DM us on Instagram. Would be awesome. We'd love to hear your stories, your suggestions, your comments, anything. So, yeah, absolutely. All, All right. right. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Well, I'm going back to you.